When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special. It's coming out May 1st. May 1st. We're already Spring in May. Spring has sprung. Wow. It's dating season. It's time. People. The flowers are blooming. Yes. You're blooming. You look great. You're <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> you already, look great. Yeah. I, I can feel it through the microphone. I can feel it. Well, you're out. You're seeing people. People I, look great. <laughs> I see the fans of this podcast. You look amazing. Yes. You look fantastic. You look ready to meet someone. You look confident. You look glowing. You're dewy, glowy, glossier. Who, who needs... Uh, affirmations when uh when we have jared you could just play this part of the podcast play, every morning play this you're crushing it bitch you look good you feel yeah. good you're ready to take on the world <laughs> that's right and you know it's faux pas season so mm. get out there if you haven't tried it yet you're gonna love it everyone who, who has tried it has loved it it's the perfect summer dating companion and they're also going to be sponsoring our live tour which is kicking off june 14th in boston that's right get those tickies betches.co slash you up slash live no that's not it at all (laughs) betches get those tickets betches.co slash you up live jared could not read my handwriting (laughs) i have very very bad handwriting it is a uh a thing about me it looked like a slash it Um, looked like slash I've. Yeah, I just it just never was a thing for me. Yeah, good handwriting. I, I think that's like beautiful. almost inherent, right? Is it? Is it like do you have to learn how to do good handwriting or is it like I think it kind of happens. I think it's if you start without it, you don't have. I think it's yeah. just kind of like you either have it or you don't. Yeah. I've always had nice handwriting. That's nice. I always have had people, "Whoa." You like, know, but it does yeah. feel like maybe I'm wasting time. No, like it's I feel nice. like you're getting through life. You, I'm, that's probably why it's so bad is I'm very quick with it, but it's funny. Cause like, I like it. Like Mike, um, the best part about Mike has nice, nice handwriting. Mm. And so we write for our wedding. We wrote our own thank yous. Cause he wouldn't, he was too embarrassed to have my handwriting <laughs> going out to anyone that he knew. Why so, didn't he write them all? He should have written them all. In, that a, really, in a truly been... equitable society, he would have written them all. Well, I guess not equitable. In a truly uh, female-led society, <laughs> he would have written them all, but he only wrote the ones uh, to his friends so family. He's basically like, <laughs> thank you to his friends, and then your friends got one from you? Well, no, the, they're both from both of us. Both but signed one, by yeah, both. Yeah, we signed by both, but the, we, the way we divided them was like, my people, if they were an I invite gotcha. from my side... I wrote them. If they were an invite from his side, he wrote them. You, I, I, I think it's great. I, I would have just given it to the best handwriter. I mean, that would have been. I, you it's know. like dishes and dinner. You cook dinner, I'll well, do the dishes. Here's the other know? thing, though. 
is that he's a lot slower than me. Like I like to just yeah. knock him. As you know, I'm about speed, as you can yes. see with this handwriting. So mine are like, I don't really want to have my people be waiting for him. Months mm. later, he hasn't sent it. It's rude. Um, so the nice thing about that is that, um, you know, I don't have to, he, whenever he wants, those are his people. If, they're, if yeah. they think it's rude, it's on him. It's on him. Yeah. That's, well, that's not how it's thought of anymore. You know that. What do you You're mean? a couple. Oh, yeah. That's what it means. They're we're, a rude we're, a couple. we're a unit. Yeah. Yes, but like, you know, whatever. My my have my parts of the unit don't think that we're a rude couple. So <laughs> So you don't have to be embarrassed to go on double dates with your friends. Mm-hmm. This makes sense. Yeah. This is uh Marriage is all about looking out for yourself. That's right. Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. I'm gonna say that on all my dates. <laughs> I'm gonna go, yeah, just as long as number one is good. It's <laughs> all it's all that matters. That's all I care about. That's all yeah. I care. Well, listen, make sure you're good and you've got your tickets to the You Up Live show. We're starting in Beantown, my hometown. Um, the shows are wonderful. It's for the group chat. It's for anyone who, you know, I would compare it to going to a live taping of like, you know, uh, the Maury Povich show. The <laughs> you are not the father. Yes, and, <laughs> that, and that Jared is not the father. Not the father. That's the yeah. bit, only real similarity. That's the bit. And there's people who come on stage. That's right. Yeah. And no, but it's it's like being at a you know it's like a it's a studio show. Like people come up, we talk to them, audience members. We play Red Flag Deal yes. Breaker. We awkward sex. Where there's hooting, it's there's community. hollering. It's a community event. Bring people, get the group chat involved. If you've been before, you know how great the show is. If you've never been, it's time to get it, get it together. Oh, yeah. And if you or one of your friends is coming to the show and you want to nominate them to come up on stage and get a dating app makeover or submit a text that we can interpret, we send it to UUP at Betches.com. In the headline, just write the city of the show that you're coming to yeah. and what you're submitting for. And um if it's a good one, we'll probably have you on stage, and yeah. this will be a—it's a, a really fun part of the part of the show, and everyone walks away just happier. Everyone seems happy. I, I've I've never gotten a message like you know we came and we took the night off, and um, we I've just never yeah. gotten that message. Everyone has a great time, and like it's a super interactive show. So you know we we'll give you your red flag or deal breaker paddles. You get to see. You can judge the person next to you for voting right. in a way that you wouldn't. It's a whole fun experience. What's more fun than judgment? Yeah. Exactly. What do you What do you have going up? I got shows in different area codes. Area codes. Shows. Shoes. We'll get to jingles in a bit. We'll get to jingles in a bit. Columbus, I was just there. Thank you for coming. Newark, New Jersey. Uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Tampa, Florida. La Jolla. Huntsville, Alabama. Nashville, Tennessee. Dayton, Ohio. Albany, New York. I'll probably have more dates coming soon. But those are in addition to our You Up Live dates. Um, Jaredfree.com, Jaredfree.com for tickets. Yes. Should we do our should we play some listener jingles first before yes. we get into our topic for today, which is Netflix's The Ultimatum. The Ultimatum. What a show. <laughs> a lot of thoughts. Uh, lot we'll of play thoughts. some jingles and then we'll get into it. Hey J and J, another Canadian listener here. I thought of I a little jingle and um, thought I'd share it, but no pressure to play it. And yeah. Uh, yeah, here it goes. I think she's gonna be good. You up, you up. Your text and situations, awkward sexual relations. Send them to uupfbatches.com and J and J will solve dating again. 
Thanks. You guys are awesome. Bye. Oh, I love it. It's, a remi- it's like a, this is like, th- if the last one was like a little bit more like um, indie, this is like theater. Yes. I think, right? She had a very theatrical vibe. Yes. I feel yeah. like I was on Broadway. Yes. You up the musical. Yeah. <laughs> you up the musical. <laughs> That's the next step but for where us. where do my tax go? <laughs> well, don't... <laughs> I can see it. I can Why see it. hasn't he answered? I've been texting all day and I need to know where to go for our drinks at five o'clock. Oh my God. I love that it. That would be the yeah, Broadway. That would be, a, that would be like the, um, what is the most famous Broadway musical song? Uh, West Side Se- Story? Seasons is, of Love. Is that what, how's that go? It all. <laughs> That was, you know, this could be right? like Hamilton. Yes. Wicked. It's all there. All of it. Yeah. Sweeney, I think Sweeney Todd would be like the the, uh, the soundtrack would be the most similar to that. Very, very dramatic. Yes. Very, you know, haunting. Somewhat. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Uh, I can't wait for us to get on Broadway. We'll be there. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. That's what they say. So uh, are we, what are we, we're talking about the ultimatum. Yeah, so we have Netflix. one more, but we have, oh, we have one, one more, more jingle. We'll and keep then teasing. Yeah, one more jingle. One more jingle jangle. All right, so I'm sure you all remember that J.G. Wentworth commercial from our childhood. Um, Ooh, well, I I've do. got a fun little jingle based on that. All right. to jog my memory. I know. <clears throat> <laughs> I have a burning question and I need help now. Call J&J's podcast. You have podcast now. I wow. have a luxury problem and I need help now. Oh, James, James, you have podcast. You have podcast now. They've helped thousands. They'll help you too. And but for all topics, they will give to you. If you've got funny sex stories you need to share now. Oh my god. Oh my god. That was god. the best thing I've learned all week. Oh my god. I hadn't heard that before this show. But like we're both crying. <laughs> I didn't realize the JG um, Wentworth commercial had that many verses. I mean, she also she did the octaves. Yes. <laughs> she went like down and up. Wow. I just imagine her in a closet at work. JJ. <laughs> and you're like, what is that? For some reason, I always imagine people like calling these in in their like childhood bedrooms yeah. for some reason. Do you know what I mean? Like there's no reason that that would be the case. Everyone who listens to this podcast is just a complete loser. Just <laughs> doesn't it in, in their own home. You, where else would you feel free to just I, I don't belt, know. belt out the JG Wentworth song to a you up? I think like, a lot of our listeners uh, are like, of the age of like their first apartment alone. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna. A lot of freedom. I mean, imagine here overhearing your roommate. I can't calling. imagine. I, I what? What? <laughs> this that is was what, my favorite one. That was my favorite because that's what I envisioned when we were asking for these jingles. Like, yes. they got to be kitschy, a little bit funny. She got into yeah, it. Yeah, she got too. into it. She wasn't like half singing that. No, that was for real. It's almost like a that band was, behind her. Yeah, I, I'm so excited for where this is going. Same. You know, like they keep getting better. They keep getting better. And for anyone who's like, 
message Jordana because I haven't gotten these messages. Because you know one wants to get blocked. Yeah, so no one's if you. you've messaged Jordana that you are not a fan of this, I don't know what you're a fan of. Did you come here? Not fun. I don't know what you came here for. I, I, I really have no idea what is wrong with you. <laughs> Pure but fun. You. But thank you for messaging. seconds of your day. <laughs> thank you for reaching out. Yeah, thanks for listening, but I don't know what the fuck is wrong with what you. What was that thing that Eileen said in your luxury lounge episode with her? She's like, the person wrote to her like, I'm so glad that you feel so comfortable airing your thoughts. <laughs> it's like the most passive aggressive thing that one could say. Yeah, it was so glad you feel so comfortable. Yeah, I got to go yes. back and listen. It was something shitty like that. Like that. It was like almost like the like literally if you could define passive aggressive, that was it. <laughs> I just I just don't understand that you listen to this podcast. We're going to get to the dating stuff. Yes, which we're going to get into it right now. Yeah. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Which brings us to our topic of the ultimatum. So just just so you guys know, we haven't watched the whole thing because it's 10 episodes and we have a very busy life. But um, I actually pl- I plan to finish it, even though it's I hate it and it's horrible. I still want to watch more. I'll finish it. I hate and I, I hate the word hate. I don't enjoy the people on it. I'll yeah. say this. There is not some They're of them. So young. The, the, it, well, that's like, that's let's explain the show. Okay. So Netflix has a show called The Ultimatum. It feels like it's made by the same people who made Love is Blind. It has very similar production techniques. The music is very mm-hmm. similar. The Nick, camera angles. They have Nick Lachey Nick, and 
and Vanessa Lachey. Nick and Vanessa Lachey are our lovely hosts. Well, we will get to them uh, because I think they're the worst part of this show. I think Vanessa does a con- an unbelievable disservice to all these people. But basically, the idea is that you're a couple. One of you wants to get married and the other one isn't ready yet. And you're presenting this ultimatum. We get married or we break up, yes. so to speak. And the part of the game, the show, is that they're going to move in with someone else in the similar position to see what it's like to be with someone else. And then they're going to move in with the person that they presented the ultimatum with. Right. And then at the end, I assume they have to choose whether they're with this person or they propose to the person that they came with. That's the weirdest part of the whole show is that there are people on here who are literally like, well, if someone here is ready to get married, I'm just ready to go. Right. And that's the first moment. That's the craziest thing. Well, that's the moment you realize that none of these people here are ready to get married. I mean, they're all like 23, which is also very annoying. There's a couple 30 year olds. Uh, <laughs> the men, a couple 30 year olds. Women, I feel like, are 29. mostly like 23, 24, 25. The craziest ones, the ones they concentrate on the most in the right. first two episodes are 23, 25. Because that's who's like, I mean, only a crazy 23 year old would be like, I need to get, I'm, my clock is ticking. I need to get married tomorrow. It, it's not even scientifically sane. You know, <laughs> like, it's a, like you're not even right. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, If anything, the one thing I kept thinking about was I felt more confident in my advice and this podcast Mm -hmm. advice of the reveal over the talk. Okay. Because these were people that were trying. This show is about having the talk because they're asking questions for their of the person they're with to answer for their own feelings. They're making decisions on their own feelings based on the answers of someone else. Which to me, you watch it in real time, just are they not though? work. Because they're like, I want to get married. That's what I want. Will you marry me? Yeah. Oh, and then they go, not yet. <laughs> and then they go, well, what will make, what will get you there? Right. And it's like, they don't know either. Yeah. Like, I mean, the fact that even the fact that they would be on this show is like crazy. What, I mean, what may, and, and what makes you go on this show? Like I, 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 cause to me, the reveal, if I can explain it again, is yes. you go to your partner and you say, I am in love with you. I am ready to get married. All right, um, that's it. You just reveal that. Right. And then they say, what? I'm not ready. To be- well, then we got to break up. Or Right. I mean, here's the thing that I did find somewhat realistic is sometimes you're a little bit apart on timeline. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. And that's fine. Yeah. Right. I ready. I'm I've been with you. I'm, I'm excited to the next step. I'm ready to, <clears throat> to get married. And they're like, Okay. I definitely see that my timeline looks a little bit different. And then can you, can you meet in the middle? Right. This is more like I want to get married and they're like, Oh, I'm not sure if I do or I don't. I mean, they're both question. being assholes to each other right. in this. Like the person that's like, I'm not sure. And you know, someone who's just like, I need to get married right away. Yeah. I can't give you the thing you need, but we'll just stay here <laughs> in this relationship. Like the, and you just see, I, 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 I agree with you. There were guys in these scenarios who were like, and it was most of the men, yeah, who their explanation to me was like perfectly I reasonable. Be, every with, the, with the, all the guys, I want to make, I want to be financially ready, uh, financially yes. ready. And there was that one girl who just kept going to every guy, and he kept saying that. And she's like, I've had enough of that excuse. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> she just doesn't believe anyone. Right. <laughs> And it's like, and I, you know, I take, I, I don't think I, I, I go in this open mind. I'm not, I'm not trying to take the side of anyone, but like, 
a lot of the men were pretty reasonable until they weren't. I mean, what about Colby? Colby was... Colby wanted to get married. He wanted to get married. That, to a girl who was not at all interested in him. Well, even to like, as a friend, it looked like. Yeah. <laughs> the way that she was like referring to him was like, she was literally disgusted by it. She was talking shit about him to anyone who would listen. Yeah. Colby was like delusional to me. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, and you're like, why? I mean, the minute Colby walked in in a cowboy hat, like. Oh. <laughs> and then, and then also like his pool, like towel vest. Everything about him was off. But then you're like, he's a good looking dude. He seemingly can have a conversation with someone, but then he would do one. That was the thing about everyone on the show. Their, their idea, they would, they would tell you about what they're looking for. And they, and they sound like they have no clue. Like the things they would talk about had nothing to do with, they're like, do you cook? Do you clean? I'll do the dishes. If you do the cleaning, I can't live with a spider. It's like, are you out of your fucking minds? Are you crazy? And it seemed like what bothered me most of all of this show is that in the first episode, Nick Lachey says something about like a fear of commitment. They never talk about a fear of loneliness. Right. Which is, which is really like the, the other, issue yeah. here. And the fear of commitment, people, all of their fears for wanting with the men saying, Hey, I want to be financially ready to get married. Like, those fears seem genuinely fine to me. The, the the fear to me, the person going, well, the one thing they would bring up is the baby thing. You yeah. know, I want to have a baby. You don't want to have a baby. And it's like, well, that's a big, that's almost a the, bigger issue that you won't yeah. leave this. Right. You know, and I, I, it really bothered me because I was like the fear of loneliness. People were way more crazy to me than the fear of commitment. People. Yeah. Even the man though. Even the men. Yeah. Yes. Like Colby, for him to be like so attached to someone who's just like, be, who's literally like, she's literally drooling for every right. guy. She does not like you. That was. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, dude, what are you afraid of? Why? You know, what are you. Right. Which is a good question. Cause he seems like a lot of the other women wanted to, were like very interested. Yeah. I mean, the only couple I, th- I was like, they seem kind of, I mean, the, the non-couple that came in, the woman who was like. She was with a guy originally who was like, you don't show me any emotions. And then she mm. found a new guy immediately. And they both had like the Italian moms. Oh, yeah. Guys. They got along very yes. quickly. That was the other thing. They seemed normal-ish. Everyone on this show like blended into one another. Yes. You know, like I was like, Not who's with Not distinct enough. Yeah. Who, yes. Who's they? It did feel like they went to the Love is Blind casting call and they were like, anybody who's here? <laughs> yeah. It's like anyone ready to go. Right. But also like who has a who has a relationship that they don't care that much about that they would like to to bring on Fuck around the show. With. Yeah. What really well, bo- That was another thing like who would volunteer for this? I I don't know. I, the concept I, doesn't even make any sense. They weren't like, "Oh, well this make this is a great experiment for us as a couple and I'm interested to see where this goes." I like the guy that was like, "Yeah, like before I commit, I really would love to just date." Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what it felt like. Right. Here's the people who signed up for There was that one guy who was like, okay, like that seems honest. Yeah. And, well, the people that would sign up for is like, is, is someone who's so afraid of being alone that they need to like bring someone to the, this fucking experiment right. by the Lachey's to like keep them there. Or it was someone who's so afraid of breaking up with someone that they needed this, this to excuse facilitate it. to right. facilitate And a new girlfriend maybe. Yes. Too, and was so there. afraid of yeah. loneliness. All of these right. people. Every, they should have brought them on and be like, welcome to the ultimatum. And then here's your therapist. And they're like, what? And it's like, this is the show now. You need therapy. I mean, they do, but in, that's less entertaining than like, <laughs> we're going to throw you in a in a home and see what happens. I mean. And maybe when you're done, you'll want to propose to the original one because this person's like kind of annoying. 
It's like, it shows, should be called like, if we put you in a house with someone who's kind of annoying, will it make you think there's not that many options out there? And will you go back to the person you came in with? Yeah. And <laughs> it's really what, like goes to show like, you're only as loyal as your options. It's like, if there's one, if, if in this pool of 10 people, you can find a better match than just ditch the last person you were with. <laughs> Well, that's that was the interesting part is that they're all going, wow, I've really like hit it off with this person. You're going, you've been with your, you're, you're about to get married. Right. And you're hitting it off. Like, how, how could you, you even be in that mindset if you gave a shit about the person you were with? Too? Th- th- that's what made no sense could to me. Turn it off so easily. And it showed like kind of how, how in, intoxicating that first date can be, that first interaction can be. Right. Because I, listen, I live in the land of the reality this of the show. This person gets me. They get me. We have the same type of mom. Right. You know, and they start talking about things and like, uh, and like they're at that dinner and one of the guys goes, I feel like I found my twin. It's like, you've met for th- for fucking also, 10 like, hours. Have you, know, you like, only met like three people in the world, in the world. before? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's like, we have three things in common. This is my soulmate. It's like, if, if you only been with the person that you've only been with and never yeah. spoken to anyone else in your entire <laughs> life. It was also funny to see the people who were presenting the ultimatum they seemingly would bring up like a list of things that they were like, why they should be married. Right. They would be like, I, nothing to do with the person. They nothing were to do with the person. Yeah. It would be like, I cook. I would love a kid. Yeah. And uh, I give, keep my body well. Uh, keep my body like, well. Yeah, yeah they said like, that a lot. Yeah. I, I give hand jobs with my left hand. It feels like it's someone else. Yeah. So you it's can like, get the there's fun. There's no way he's going to find anyone who does that here. She's, when one of the women yeah. said that, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> I hated all of these people. I'm sorry to say it. And I sound, because I like reality TV. Like, I don't think less of reality TV participants. Maybe right. what bothered me, and this was the one thing I wanted to get into, um, Vanessa Lachey. Going, I you know, I want to open up to you. And she says, Nick and I took a break. <gasps> and then we got back together after dating someone else. And it led us to this level of, of career ambition. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what married people do a lot of times is they go, here's my extreme fucked up story. Right. So this could be you. So let's all of you start live with right. someone else just like we it's did like, did you take a break and then watch each other live with other people the day after <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and it was like why would she say such a thing because they're trying to make it like somewhat of a real world scenario and it is in zero way shape or form any sort of real world scenario yeah because when i heard about the show i actually assumed it was going to be every episode it was going to be like that dating today show or, or i thought they were like one-offs of each couple which would have made sense Right. If it was a one-off, you pres- say, I'm going to go to, I'm going to take up the courage to tell this person, I need this relationship to change or I need to go. Right. That actually made some sense to That's me. That's how most real life ultimatums kind of go. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would have liked to have watched that conversation. Like mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen like they go to therapy, but I, this version of it didn't work for me. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. 
Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. I mean, I guess it's like the relatable thing is like you have the couples that have the same fight about not being engaged over and over again. I was actually getting a haircut the other day and I overheard this woman telling her, the person who was doing her hair, Mm. (laughs) all about... And I could hear it. She was speaking very loudly. So I could hear this. She's like the watering hole like, of, of, of relationship issues. The hair salon. Yeah. She was yeah. just like, and people are all asking me like, when's you? And I just have to say like, you know, like, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. We're like working on it or something like that. And then for him, he like, won't give me an answer. And I just keep saying like, I just keep asking. And he's just saying that he's not ready to like do that yet and i just keeps and i just keeps it's like a, a, a reoccurring thing mm-hmm. and then which surprises me that that many couple like how long can you sustain that tension i wish you had gone out to her and been like hi jordan abraham host of the <laughs> podcast. podcast uh we I have to a discuss few this well i could hear yeah. it you know what i mean like I yeah. get, her basically it was like her stream of consciousness about this whole yeah. thing that she was telling her hairstylist <laughs> And I was just kind of, cause I know other people who have sort of had the same thing. And it's like, you're in this like stalemate of like, he just keeps saying he's not, doesn't know. And the person just keeps asking. And they're like, well, what do I do? He- like, what do I do here? Well, it, it seems as though everyone on this yeah. show was that woman mm-hmm. and was like, oh, I'll just go to casting. That's an insane way to go. But what you're saying in this woman in the hair salon yeah. is, a, is a reasonable plight right. where you go, I'm saying it this because it did. They're not giving me an answer. They're not breaking up with me. All these guys or men and women were kind of doing that because the other people, if I'm going to see eye to eye with a 23 year old who's like, when are we getting married? You know, if I have to see eye to eye with that fucking crazy person, I would go, okay, why is this person just sticking around? You know, and some of them. Why don't they break up with them? Well, he kind of. I don't know if this was just episode two, but it seemed like he kind of did break up with her because he like went out with the other. This was the the 23 year old was dating the guy with the Italian mom with the other girl. And then he was kind of like, was this it, Alice? No, I forgot the there name. I totally don't Alice, remember anyone's name. I don't remember. It's so hard to remember all the names. But do you remember his like, they like got along and then he goes, and then she's like, it almost backfires on her. Cause he kind of like breaks up with her almost. Cause she's like, he's like, 
you never ask me about how I'm like when I think yeah. of any of this. It's always about like what you want. You mm-hmm. never ask me when and she's like, shit, this backfired. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what you're like. Um She was the one looking for babies. I think it yeah. is the Alice one with the dark hair. I think so. Yeah. Yes. And she and he said, You start fights with me. And he started the show by being like, I'm not here to like do anything. I just want to show these women what a good man is like. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like, I think I'm falling in love. Yeah, because he <laughs> yeah. started the show. Like, I think it's I, yeah. it's her. It's just like I'm not ready at this moment. Yes. And then he was out. Yeah, and he's seeing how he gets treated in another relationship. And I think that goes back to like fear of loneliness. Yeah. There's no one else out there that will get me that will be fine. You so, know, and that's like, why people stay in so many things. Yeah. But I, it, to the woman in the salon, right. I, I think it is interesting where you don't have an answer. You're like, well, why? Because I think people have been in that position before. Well, they you, have like, they kind of like, the person isn't telling them it's never going to happen. Like, there's no gut. Very few men, I think, will be like, and I'm never going to propose. Nah, yeah. But I'm happy to stay with you for as long as you, you're you're down <laughs> no. to be here. It's guys buying time. Right. But are they buying time until the person they kind of force the person to just get fed up and leave? I think they've never thought of it. Like if I'm to give ultimate empathy. Really? I, Even though the person is constantly asking them to think about I it. Know. Well, I know. Well, you know, if someone's been thinking about who they're going to marry their whole life mm-hmm. and then... This guy started thinking of it this year. He's behind. You know, right. Like it's, uh, you know, like I, because I, I, I did look into the eyes of some of the men on this show and it was like, oh, you want to do this? Right. Like, and, and uh, because they were 24 and 25, I was like, I kind of get that. Yeah. But. And I mean, what this woman kept saying, she was kind of like, this is like the one thing that I really want and he won't like, he won't give it to me. Like. Yeah, but the Almost one thing like it, you know what I mean? in his like, in his position, I would say the one thing you really want um, really fucks up all of our lives if it doesn't work out. You know, right. like it's not like a, it's not like you want a Rolex. <laughs> I just really, really want it. Like yeah. I just thought that oh, I I totally see that on that. But it's almost like someone's like if you if you really loved me, like like the idea. There's an idea that like you could love someone and just not want to marry them, right? So, but yeah. it's like if you you clearly don't love them enough, right? Or there's something unsatisfied. Yeah. I right. don't know what that is. Because it's like, because I've seen couples like that where it's like they, you know, the the person doesn't propose and then they break up and it's kind of mm. like the guy seems like a little upset, but it's like, why are you like said, if you wanted to be with the person, like you could be with them. Like, yeah, that was your option. Like, you're like, if you really, if you really wanted to be with them, there's a very, it's not like that. You're not like the person. And I know you always defend the person who does the breaking up, but if yeah. you're the person who gets broken up with, it's no longer your, it's not your choice. No. Right. Yeah. So for the person who who's like ends things because they don't want to get married, in my mind, it's like you almost it feels like you don't have a right to be upset because if you wanted to be with the person, here's you could, what I, you could still be like. There's a very easy path. It's a very a, like we just get married. It's very straightforward. Just yeah. get married. That's all you're gonna do. You be with the person. If you wanted to be them badly enough. It, well, yeah. here's what I'll here's the empathy I'll give to the guy who stays in it, but doesn't want to like move to that next level from the salon, from the salon, yes. that guy, or, but or even on the these show. guys on yeah. the show, yeah. because a lot of them brought up something I bring up here all the time. The financial, you know, I want to be financially secure. And that is like vague. And okay. it's just, it's just not vague enough to be a good excuse. Right. But it's vague. Cause it's like, what does financially secure mean to you? You know, it's like, what right. does rich mean to you? What yeah. does poor mean to you? What does middle class mean to you? Those are all numbers, subjective, uh, subjective yeah. numbers. What I will say is I think when the guy says I want to be financially secure, I want to be sure that I um, am okay not being selfish anymore. 
Okay. Good dads, good husbands are not selfish. Right. They're putting their family first. Family first. Yeah. The, you know, the the queen of the house. And Mm -hmm. listen, someone could hear that. I don't know what the negative response to this would be, but I do believe that. I'm I'm, I'm with that. I, I even had my dad say that to me. Right. You said that like when, when, like when before you wanted to break up, like this is your last chance. This is, if you want to be selfish, yeah. this is it. Right. Because then you're going to have a fan because you're going to get married and no one gives right. a fuck about the groom. It's about the bride. No one gives, yeah. you're, you think you're going to have an opinion on what, what happens at the wedding? Fuck you. <laughs> you know, right. right. It's a, you, the wedding ain't yours. The, you know, the baby's. They're yours. They're yours. Well, you're hopefully. holding a hand while they're, do- you know, when a guy says we're pregnant, everyone right. rolls his eyes at them. You know, right. like it's a, I'm just saying these are, some of these are wrong-ish sounding. They're societal though. Sure. So, you know, there, there ain't no Instagram picture that's going to get you all the likes. You ain't going to get all the comments. Congratulations. People say so you're it. you kind of like, what's in it for you? I, there's, uh, I, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I'm a, fa- a loving family, a loving family, you know, yes. 30 years from now, your family goes, you know what, dad, you were pretty good at this. That's it. Yeah. I mean, what does the mom get? Same thing. The mom's the mom though. You're the, you know, I, I think there's a, I think the mom is getting again. I don't think it's better or worse. I just think right. the perspective, the is marriage different. thing I could see that's mostly like for the woman. It feels mostly for the, the wedding. At least the wedding feels more mostly for the. I, I will have no opinion on whatever wedding I have in the future. Right. I, I mean, you could if I you could, wanted to, yeah. But can you imagine? <laughs> I actually prefer um, yeah. those florals. I will not yes. have these flowers at my wedding. Like, I can't say that. Right. Or would I care to? You could say, oh, I really want this band. You could say that. <laughs> if it's between the band I want and the hypothetical woman's band, it's the woman's band. Okay. So that's you're saying that's why people men are there's just less in it for them. That's I'm saying this care. is like a very concrete example of a very vague thing they're bringing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the the band is stupid, right? But it's you're in the back seat. You know, look at every commercial. But then what you, but stupid if, but dad. If you, if you want that in theory, though, what determines if it's like it's this person or it's not? I don't know. I mean, I wish I I can't tell you. Right. You know, I I I don't know. I I do know when I see the people in the ultimatum at 24. Talk about uh, the you're gonna kill the spiders, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's I know not that, that it's not that yeah. you know, like what makes you? I think like you got to be able to be delusional enough to just start sprinting with someone, right? And I mean, I guess what else makes is probably like you don't eventually you do, like you're not there. There is an aging thing for men too, where you don't want to be like the oh, last yeah. person at the bar. I feel that yeah. at 37, where I'm like, man, I'm, I don't want to be like. Is that yeah. why why you're like okay it's time? Um, not like I mean eventually. Not really. I I think it's more that I'm like I've 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 seen it. I've done it. It's been right. fun. I'm 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 kind of like you could perpetually be as a man 27 forever. Right. Although that sounds a little sad. It's a little sad. Yeah. And, and it's also like, what am I going to talk about on stage? The same fucking thing. You know, like <laughs> I have kids for some content. Yeah. The well, I it it is why the Colby character was like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> right. I, I, don't even I, let them know there's a guy like this out there. Yeah, I, I, well, that's why Colby was like well-liked by a lot of the women. They were all, you know, a few of them were. Well, he's like, oh, here's a guy who's like ready to settle down. He knows what he wants. He's like, he's he wants it now. He wants a mm. family. Like, 
they were like, okay, he's like a unicorn. Yeah, but then you go, what's wrong with Colby? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have that kind of feeling like you're just well, watching this guy? what's wrong with Colby is that he's obsessed with a woman who doesn't care about him at all. Yeah, it didn't connect for me. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Part of me was like a lot of these just things. Just there was some something seemed inauthentic about all of it. All the you know relationships. I mean? All like the, are they here yeah. for the Instagram followers? They think this is the next love is blind. I think that's got to be a huge part of it. You see, like a couple like that Alexis couple. Alexis was. Um, she was the most. She she presents another thing about you know that's very relatable to this podcast about dating, which is what? like Alexis didn't ever want to date. She, she wanted to be married. She wants to be married. Mm-hmm. She wants, she has a fear of loneliness. You can very much see it. She, yes. she is very self-conscious. She, she goes, she gets, you know. Under they, the guise of like overconfidence. Yes. Right. She was, she was really tough to watch. And, you know, she's with this guy who's not ready, supposedly. And he, she brings him on the ultimatum. Then she, in the beginning, the first two episodes. And she thinks she's probably going to make him so jealous with all the guys that are interested in her. It did have that vibe from her. Yeah. So then she goes on these dates and the other guys are like, yeah, she's fine. Because she <laughs> kept saying shit that was like, who would be interested in that? It was like, I just, what did she say about like, I just want them to make it. If he didn't have any money, I would leave or something. She, she, would say like, she says, I make more money than my, than my guy, but if I, but I want to be a housewife. Yeah, no, but she's, yeah, no, she, she said yeah. if he wasn't making any money. I think she said that maybe she said in the confessional. She's like, if he wasn't making any money, I would leave. Yeah. yeah. But she was saying currently I'm making more yeah. than him. Right. And that's why he's not ready. Okay. And if it, but I do, if that was how it went forever, I'd be out. Right. And, and then the like, guys were like, all right, I'm out. Well, what a fucking yeah. monster. Right. <laughs> you know, like the person you love, supposedly, you're like, well, if they don't get it together, I'm going to be out of here. You know, it's like, and that's the guy's fear. Right. Is yeah. Like, and so they were all like, no. Yeah. And, and then and then she goes to Colby and she says, you're the guy that I, they play this game. They play a drinking game and she reveals I like Colby. Yes. And then Colby and her sit down and he goes, I don't really see the connection here. Yeah, that and, was the most those those things when they're all together and then they are obviously, I assume, forced by production to make these statements of like, who do you, who do you feel like yes. you're being the most with in front of the person that you were supposedly about to get engaged too. Those scenes were very swingerish. Yeah. Like Colby's girlfriend looked like she was like, this is hot. <laughs> that woman <laughs> needs her own like um 
I mean, she needs to be single. Yeah, yeah. Go be fucking single. Yeah. You're young and hot, and go for it. Yeah. Like uh, she's like, Colby's just so so like serious and like he's so we won't stop. He's like, oh, well, she's like, he won't stop talking. It's like you don't like him. At what point he won't stop talking? Yeah. She's like, I just want someone to like not be talking so much. She's just like, shh. I mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, at what point does does that woman go? Oh, maybe I'm the problem here, right? Or maybe I'm this. I'm not not at all. Like, why am I even here? I'm not why? even interested in being with this exactly. person, let alone marrying them. Yes, it's a yeah. They have these swinger moments, and she's drooling over every guy. And then Colby and that Alexis woman is like, I like Colby, and then they pull her aside, and he goes, I'm just not into it, right? And then the next episode, Alexis goes back up to him to say. I don't understand why you're not into it. And he goes, I'm just not attracted to you. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm she's sitting like, there going, good what? for Colby. And she, and like she storms out. Storms out. She goes up to Colby's woman that fucking doesn't like him. Yeah. And goes up there and goes, I think he's a bad person. And she's like, I don't care either yeah. way. And then <laughs> I'm not leaving with that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not that great either. Yeah. And then you see in the confessional, Alexis is like the guy who she's trying to marry. was like, yeah, this is what she does. <laughs> she's super honest. Yeah, she's just honest and kind of just throws these like down. And then we, we watch the first two episodes. But in the third episode, she gets or at the end of the second episode, right. she gets proposed to because she basically says like. What would make that guy want to propose to her at that moment or at all? That moment was a reality TV version of of Michael Scott and Jan at the dinner party being like, well, let's have a fucking baby. And he's like, are you serious? That was as eye opening as that moment from that TV show. Like I, yeah. I, cause I watched that. You could see even like Nick and Vanessa, they're like, what? Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking like, good for you, Alexis. Yeah. You got the guy. It's like, Oh yeah. I, I and nightmare. then, well then the next episode she's sitting there proposed to and they literally go, okay, Colby, you choose someone. Alexis goes, I have something to say. Colby's a bad person. He said, I'm unattractive. It's like, that's not what he said. That's right. not what he said at all. We Even have if he camera. did, I don't know if that would make him a bad person. He said, you, I am not attracted to you. That's, right. that's, and that's not only after That's being after being prompted. Yes. It wasn't like unprompted. Well, this is what happens. When, and, and it reminded me of every breakup I've ever been. Hey, I, I don't think we're the match. Why, 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 why? And then if you said all the whys, you'd sound insane. Right. The, the the whys are what they bring to the brunch table to go, can you believe he said I'm unattractive? Can you believe? Can you believe this monster? I'm right. She was maniacal. I couldn't stand her. I've asked why before. Everyone does. Yeah. Everyone asks why. There's no why. I mean, why wouldn't you want to know? There's nothing if to there know. Was, if there was something to, to easily pinpoint. If it was easy to pinpoint, then you could fix it. We'd be well, well that's on why, our way. That's why you want to know. Well, I don't got anything. <laughs> <laughs> I got no reasons. Yeah. I can give a few reasons. <laughs> I, can write you a, a few? I can write you a, I can email you a list tomorrow yeah. when I have more time <laughs> to really flesh it out. And we're not in the same room. <laughs> I, it, the, I'll watch the, you'll watch the rest. I'll watch the rest and we can discuss the rest, but I don't know. It, it, it there was a lot of things that bothered me about it, but I have, I have a feeling like love is blind. I feel like also started off 
And then it got more interesting with the Jessica 34, Mark 24 thing. Do you think the age has mattered? Because everyone brought up the, you're bring, we're bringing up the age I think a just lot. like, it's more about like the absurdity of uh, giving someone, you couldn't not address the fact that an ultimatum at 23 is like extremely young. Is a psychological issue. Yeah. That you need to go Do and I think, talk yeah. out yeah. with Yeah, I mean, you forget, you forget eventually that like they're all not the same age. So I don't think it's like that big of a thing, but I yeah. think it needs to be mentioned that they're all extremely young. But would this show work if it was 40-year-olds? I would imagine they would have more mature stance on on the people that they're with and the other. And also a better understanding of the fact that if you connect to someone that you just met. Yeah. Um, one, that previous relationship probably isn't that strong. But also that obviously a new person that you're going to meet is going to be a lot more patient with you. Is going to be a lot more yeah. like understanding of. It's going to, you know, you're going to only talk about the positive things because they don't live with you mm -hmm. there. So I think it, there is a sense of like, oh, of course, someone you just met is listening to what you're saying, mm -hmm. like, because they haven't had the same frustrating conversation with you like 15 times. Well, it was like that guy with I think he was in the army. Yeah. And he was like, he talks to that one woman. They hit it off right away. Right. And then he comes back to his, He's like, we get in fights every day. Right. Well, it's like you have a you have, this is a completely different situation also yeah. than like the other person. You know. What yeah. I mean? Well, it's kind of like you know the idea of like you marrying you're like you leave your wife to marry your mistress. It's like it doesn't quite become it's not quite as fun. Yeah. You're, once you're, you do that, like all your problems then arise with like no one's you know what I mean like you're not gonna like if you're find not someone okay. to fin it to fix all your problems. Yeah. If you're not okay. Yeah. Although you can find a better match for yourself, but you wouldn't be able to determine that off of like one sit by the pool hang <laughs> with a with an with a uh, a steel wine glass. Exactly. Where do they get those steel wine glasses? I don't know. It's bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, we'll finish it. We'll do another Sunday episode. Maybe Listen, in a couple weeks. We got a lot of legs out of this. I didn't. I didn't think we would have. I. I. I was watching. I was like, I don't know if I hate these people too much. Like, I just was, like, so turned off by everyone on the show. Mm -hmm. Like, in the whole idea of, like, yeah, you should just break up. <laughs> like, I'm just, right. like, sitting there. That's a short like, show. It's a short show. It's not, that ain't a show. Yeah. Well, we'll finish it, and we'll we'll get back to you guys, and we will see you on Wednesday's episode. Boom. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at UUPPod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.